0: think again we make those goals we reach those goals we set new goals and there is so much value in being able to enjoy what you have accomplished what's up runners this is the personalized running doc i'm a runner rehab specialist running coach and competitive distance runner and throughout the early years of my running career i was plagued with repetitive injuries and told by many a professional that it was my body's own fault that my body wasn't built for running, so either I could quit or just live with the pain. I decided to choose option three, dive into the science behind running and training, which is what allowed me to return to running pain-free and continue chasing after my own PRs to this day. And now I'm gonna tell you all that I have learned along the way and how I coach my own athletes to do the same. This is the Up and Running Podcast. What's up runners? Happy New Year. Welcome to 2024. But before we talk about this year, I want to reflect on last year a little bit. Because 2023 wasn't the year I expected. I had big running goals for 2023. I wanted to PR in the half marathon. For reference, I haven't PR'd since 2019. I wanted to come top 10 female. In a local half marathon that I've run before. And then I also wanted to run another marathon, particularly California International Marathon, or better known as CIM. And guess what? None of them happened. And halfway through the year, I realized I had to course correct. Now, this doesn't mean that I gave up on my goals. It means that I had to realize I was not in a season or stage of my life where these goals were truly something I could commit to. I had neither the time nor the mental capacity to go after these longer races and these bigger goals. And it doesn't mean that I still don't want these goals or still don't aspire to achieve these goals. I do. This just isn't the time in my life where I want to or have the ability to invest that amount of time and energy into them because for those goals, I would have had to do that. So these goals went to the back burner as something I am still working on, but more like a long term goal in the next two to five years than this year. Now, don't get me wrong, this process was really hard and coming to this realization was really hard to accept. There were plenty of tears. There were a lot of pity parties and it involved me processing the fact that I had to let go and move on with a different expectation of what 2023 would be for me. And that's really hard to sometimes accept. One, to have the wherewithal to actually reflect on things aren't working, I need to make a change, and being brave enough to make that change. But then making new goals. And so I allowed myself this time and grace to go through this before immediately moving forward onto the next thing, onto the next goal. Eventually I did make different goals, though ones that were more so aligned with where I was and where I could realistically go in the next six months. Simple goals, like really simple goals, like running my first mountain race, something that I would knew, knew I would do no matter what because I was signed up for the race, I was fit enough to complete it, and I wasn't doing it for any other accolade than to say that I had done it, to say that I had run up a mountain. Continue strength training consistently, for two times a week and I knew that I could accomplish this again because I had been doing it for up to six months at this point now does this mean I strength trained every single week two times a week no I did not because sometimes we were traveling other times we or I had a race coming up and I needed to prioritize fresh legs for the race and didn't want to have too much tired um or like fatigue kind of like lingering in my legs uh so yes as much as my goal was to strength train two times a week there are some exceptions to these rules and to these goals guys you got to be flexible with yourself It, it can't be always so black and white and then my last goal was building back to a base mileage between 25 to 30 miles per week now, looking back on all these goals, they may sound like big goals to you, and if that's where you are, it's, it's okay. Maybe these aren't the goals for you to kind of work towards in a six-month period like it is for me. Maybe they're one or two-year goals, and again, that's fine. Or maybe for you, these goals seem very small, and you are crushing these things on a weekly basis and not having any issues here. Kudos. I'm proud of you as well. This whole podcast is about recognizing your capacity and what you can truly show up and do and what you can commit to to reach your goals and recognizing how long some, sometimes these goals are going to take to reach. Me talking about this process is to shed light on the fact that the hardest part with goal setting is figuring out where you actually are. And what is truly realistic for the next six months to a year, because that's a lot of what we do at the beginning of the new year. We make new goals for the next year. But sometimes it's also recognizing that those goals aren't going to happen, that we need to make new goals. Or recognizing that some of those big and scarier goals are more like goals that we're going to have for two years, five years, ten years. And it's going to take a long time to commit to them and a lot of trust in the process and just focusing on the effort over the outcomes and consistency over perfection to actually get to that goal one day. And I have a lot of those guys. I have so many of those where I have these big goals of wanting to run a race called rim to rim to rim and wanting to... Complete all major marathons. I don't know if that's a 5 or a 10 year goal for me for some of those things. Either way, it doesn't necessarily matter because I'm in this for the long haul. And eventually it'll be done, whether I am 35 or 65. I will absolutely do these things. In some capacity it may change the effort level, intensity, speed. All of those things may vary over time. Not necessarily just because I'm getting older, but just because of where I am in life. And again, that is fine. It's about recognizing where you are and what you truly have the capacity for. So let's actually talk about how to set goals. Goal setting 101. I actually did a post about this a couple of weeks ago. So the first thing that you do is you make a big goal. Now, I know a very popular goal is to run a marathon. So let's make that the big goal. Now, if you're somebody that's not running currently, um, or you don't have a very consistent base of running, this might be a two-year goal for you, ideally. And I say ideally because there are some people that will kind of push to make it a realistic possibility and do it in a year's time. That is okay, but it does come with more risk, and you need to be aware of that. So if you aren't currently running and you want to run a marathon, understand that realistically, you should at least give yourself two years to kind of build yourself up to that. The mileage, the intensity, the volume, the length of training alone, you need more experience to be able to tolerate those loads. Is it possible? In a shorter span of time? Yes, absolutely. But you have to be very, very careful in that process. So, if you're somebody that has been running, again, maybe this is a year goal. So, we'll take it as if somebody has been running, has a consistent base of, let's say, 10 to 20 miles a week, and wants to run a marathon by the end of the year. What you're gonna then do is break down this goal into five smaller goals. This could be scheduling your tune-up race that you will run before the marathon to kind of know where your fitness is at, to gauge what pace is realistic for your marathon. So that would be goal number one. Another goal would be maybe working on your 10k effort and putting that into your race calendar. Another goal would be working on your 5k So if we're planning this a year in advance, you could easily do a cycle of training where you're focusing on 5K efforts in the early springtime, some 10Ks at the beginning of the summer, and then you're, at this point, a very strong base, have worked a lot on speed and strength during this time, and then you're heading into marathon training. And during that time, again, you're going to run a tune-up race for your marathon These are the type of goals that you can break down into smaller goals. I know I mentioned five and that's only four, but you get the gist. And then you're going to realistically plan how long it will take you to reach each of these individual goals. Again, for somebody that is coming from a place of having already a 5 to 20 mile base, this person probably, again, could start training for racing a 5k within a four to six week span. Are they going to be PRing in it? Probably not, but they'll be starting that quickly. Somebody that hasn't been running and is just starting running, they may need a little bit longer of a build. They may need three months of just aerobically based training to improve their fitness to run the 5k. And then they may need to work on some strength training, and speed work to increase their power output, to increase their leg turnover. And that may be another three months of training to really get them to a solid 5k and a solid effort in the 5k. So there's six months right there, which is why that marathon goal could take more than a year. And again, ideally should if you haven't created that progressive loading and progressive base building. So what have we done thus far? We've made a goal. We've broken it down into five smaller goals. And we've realistically planned how long each of those goals are going to actually take to hit. Then once a month, you're going to schedule in daily habits and weekly habits into your calendar, whether that be your personal calendar or your work calendar those habits and activities that you're going to do that are going to help you reach your goal. So I mentioned kind of one of these things for me was continuing to consistently strength train twice a week. Well, I purposely put in the times that I'm going to the gym on my calendar I block that off on my calendar and I do have the flexibility to do that with my business but it's also outside of the hours that I typically am seeing clients so I actually go to the gym I spend some time working out as well as filming exercises for clients so it ends up being kind of like a half and half anyways but I put those habits into my weekly calendar to make sure that I'm actually going to commit to them because it's a lot easier to say "Eh, I'll do that another day when it's not something that is actually planned and scheduled on your calendar and the other thing that I do to help with this is actually scheduling in my recovery days my recovery days are pretty much scheduled in like clockwork so it's really easy for me to commit to my workouts and to my runs and to my strength training when I know okay I'm going to be doing all these and I definitely have a recovery day coming up. When you don't have those recovery days scheduled in, again, that can make it really hard to quantify how long am I going to have to feel this a little bit of fatigue for? Because that can be hard to, to kind of like embrace when there's a infinite possibility there. So scheduling in things, those habits uh strength training, recovery, hydration, sleeping, all of those things. What are you gonna do to make sure that you are prioritizing your fitness and your health and your recovery to be able to reach your goals? And then it's a then it is about you showing up and doing the things. You do have to show up and do the things to be able to reach the goals. Um but now say it's been a little bit hard for you to consistently show up and Put the action into those activities or habits that you've needed to progress forward in building your base and building your load tolerance. Well, if you're having trouble, then you may need to course correct. This is what I did earlier in the year. I course corrected when I realized that I wasn't going to be able to sustain the volume of training and load of training needed to run a half marathon PR. And I wasn't going to be able to commit to the time that it was going to take to train for a marathon. And this isn't just me running a marathon. It was, and I'm sorry, this isn't me trying to race a marathon. My goal was just to run a marathon, but I still wasn't going to be able to commit to those longer times on feet that I was going to need to do to prepare for a marathon. So this is another part of goal setting is reflecting on what you're doing To actually reach your goals. And if you're able to show up and do it, kudos. Keep moving forward. Keep doing that. But if you can't, then you need to make a course correction and figure out what you can actually do. And then slowly, week by week, month by month, year by year, you will start reaching those goals. You will start seeing the progress come over time. Don't measure it in a short span of time. Ideally we're measuring our progress in 18 month spans to really see how far we're coming. And then we're repeating. We're because we are human and we're going to not only have one goal but then we're going to reach that goal and we're going to make another goal and we're going to make another goal and we're going to make another goal. So with each goal you have, you can really break it down into simple things. And some of these bigger goals, again, are going to have the same habits and same like activities and levels of consistency needed for the smaller goals that you have. So everything should kind of feed into one another to help you create a lifestyle around how you want to support these goals. And so coming back to my 2023, this year, my ability and my capacity to commit to my running goals just didn't come together the way I hoped. I rebounded though. And I did that after I course corrected. And I'm walking away at the end of 2023 proud of the goals that I did accomplish, even if they're smaller in my eyes. And even if I've also accomplished them before, because I've accomplished most of these goals before. But this is why also at the beginning of the year, I spend time not only making athletic and fitness goals, but personal goals, financial goals, and business goals. Because these are the areas of my life that I'm going to be spending the most time in. And I need to spend the most time developing and nurturing because they are what make me me. The people that I surround myself with, the people that I create relationships and foster my time with and grow with, I need to also spend time making goals to benefit those areas of my life as well. And none of them were perfect. Just because I didn't reach my running goals doesn't mean that everything else in my life went hunky-dory okay and I had more capacity and energy in that and that's where all of it went. More of my energy did go to those areas but There is no one area that I achieved every single goal for the year that I set for myself. And that's another thing that I think, again, doesn't get talked about when we come to the new year is we're going to set goals and we're probably not going to achieve some of them. And that's okay. There's always next year. There's always next month. There's always next week. But kind of reflecting back, Looking at what I wasn't able to accomplish for running in 2023, and then looking at what I did accomplish in all of those other areas of my life, I can easily see where my time and my energy went, and it still went into some pretty amazing things. It went into exploring and adventuring locally and abroad, it went into growing and building a stronger relationship with my new partner, it went into hosting my first ever female running retreat. went into taking on more responsibility and leadership at the high school running camps that I attend over the summer. And I went into supporting my runners and building a bigger community and actually having a community event. So no, I didn't get the PR or the wins that I wanted. But looking back on this year and all the work that went into it, I gained so much more than I anticipated. And that is something to be said and something to be proud of. Also reflecting on 2023, each year I set an intention. And so going into 2023, my intention was more passion. And now looking back into 2023, I can again see how I let my passion and the love of my family, my partner, my business, and my running guide my decision making and my project selection. And for the better, it truly has been a year. Filled with passion projects. I have loved every single thing that I have taken on this year and everything that I've built in the process. But with intense passion also comes some pretty big highs and pretty big lows. So for 2024, I want to adjust accordingly. (laughs) And that's what I'm going to do. For the month of January, I plan to reflect further on 2023 and also relish in what I accomplished because I don't think that we do that often enough either I think again we make those goals we reach those goals we set new goals and there is so much value in being able to enjoy what you have accomplished so during this month I will also be setting some time aside for my goals my goal setting for the year And I'm going to also decide what my intention or word for 2024 is going to be. And I'll eventually share these goals and share my intention with you. But that's not going to happen till February. This brings me to my last little ado. And that is, I'm taking a small break from the podcast. And that is so that I can start this year off right. Grounded. Recommitted centered and ready to take on any of the challenges that may come my way this year. Because that's something also I learned in 2023. There were many things that I was not necessarily emotionally and mentally prepared for because of the places I was putting my energy and how much I was putting on my plate. And so now I want to be better. I want to find a better balance so that I can not only succeed in different ways in all of these areas of my life, but to make sure that I am giving the attention and time each of these areas deserve and not having so many plates spin in so many different directions that I lose my head a little. (laughs) So make sure if you want to know what I end up doing for my, or what I end up setting, um, as my intention for 2024 and what goals I end up having, which I will share. And I'll even, maybe I'll follow up and also give you kind of my breakdown of how I plan to reach these goals this year. I think that'll be a good thing for me to do and kind of project and vocalize, uh, and as well as for you guys to be able to learn. But Make sure that you follow the podcast. Hit that subscribe button so that you can receive alerts for when the next episode drops. Let's say tentatively Wednesday, two fourteen. Yes, Valentine's Day. Maybe that's because running has always been my Valentine. (laughs) Um, And if you've been liking this podcast, please be sure to share it with a runner that you feel would gain some knowledge and support listening back to these 30 plus episodes that have already been released or better yet leave a review and some stars uh this is going to help the podcast grow it's going to help people find the podcast and it's ultimately going to help more runners that are just looking to keep on running thank you guys for coming along on this journey for being supportive for being in my community you mean the world to me I will talk to you soon. Happy New Year. But that is all for today's episode of the Up and Running podcast. I hope you enjoyed and had some key takeaways from today's episode. If there are other questions or topics that you are looking for me to dive into, please reach out to me via Instagram and shoot me a DM at the Personalized Running Doc today. I'll talk to you soon.